So um, I'm in Florida visiting my mom and watching Florida no- local news is like something else. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you see all the MAGA stuff, but then there was a story this morning about an, uh, uh, an older woman who was walking her dog. Okay by the freaking pond in her development, an alligator came out of the water and dragged her in and killed her. Like, can you believe this is the shit they have on the local news here? Shut the fuck up. What the fuck, Florida? Florida's, Florida girl, you in danger. Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah. I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. And welcome back to another week of Unapologetically She. How's everyone doing? I'm fine. How is everyone doing? I'm doing okay. I'm blessed and highly favored as the old folks say. How are you guys? (laughs) Blessed and highly favored is always good. Always good. Always. Always. No, doing fine. Sitting here in my mask, doing my midweek facial while we record. I'm good. Skincare is self-care. (laughs) <laughs> that's why sarah got good skin that's right mm-hmm. that's why she's not crusty and musty mm-hmm. i mean i'm trying to work on mine i'm younger than y'all they said more water is suffice which i am doing that so yo my face has been breaking out i don't know what the hell it is um i'm supposed to have my period and it's just like hello i'm just gonna go ahead and be like five days late because i'm, I'm I so oh is it the humidity there in Florida, maybe? I, I don't know what it is. I think it's like the stress of the last week. You know, work has been really fucking crazy and busy. And then I was planning for this trip. And like, you know, Myron's going to meet us at the end of the week. Like, he's coming to meet my mom for the first time. So I'm all like, oh. yeah. So I think the stress got my skin like bugging out. Uh, on top of the fact that my period's supposed to have been come. But no, it just wants to ruin my vacation now. So of course it's, it's gonna wait for myron to show up and say yeah. psych yep. you thought you were gonna have fun this weekend nah <laughs> not in your mom's house bitch <laughs> you know <laughs> I, i'm here reporting live from florida <sighs> i i can't mm. mike's gonna be yeah. down there this weekend the weather is lovely that's all I can say. The gowns, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. But the most of the people are dirty. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I my mom lives in like a really weird little like purple zone. So there's some people here that are like normal. And then mm. there's like the not so normal. Like she lives in, in Palm Beach County. Mar-a-Lago is like in this same county. So you already know. Mm. 
Yeah, Mike's going to be flying down to Orlando to do some announcing for some boxing for CBS. So yeah, that's money. Mm. Ching, 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 ching. They said his money, his money is your money and you and his money and your money is your money. <laughs> and it's and, and both of y'all's money is Dina's money, really. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you do take care of the child, so. Yes, she just got her hair cut last night too. When I went in to get my hair fixed, she got hers cut too. I was going to make an appointment for her to go in like next week or something. And I guess like the stylist that I was seeing, she didn't have anyone else for the rest of the night. She's like, oh, I'll do her tonight. And I'm like, okay, fine. So, so now Dina's feeling all fancy schmancy because you know her her earrings are all healed so we don't have to clean them every day and now she's got her hair cut she's feeling all fancy prissy yeah oh nice oh today is myron's daughter's birthday she is 18 today oh lord so happy birthday teen lit well she's not really much of a teen anymore welcome to adulthood no i mean technically a teen but yeah Ma'am, you are a legal adult. Have fun with you that are. shit. Have fun with Damn that thing. shit. <laughs> so, Shantae, what are we drinking today? Well, it's sparkling wine, sparkling rosé. Mm-hmm. I always have, like, you know, I always have the cover and everything. I have that. It's in my cabinet. So, no you know, you guys can have it. I'm not drinking it right now, but I will be drinking it at the end of the week. And so that right then and there, we're going to have that pop that bottle you gotta let it chill in the refrigerator as my mom said let it chill in the refrigerator before it gets you know nice and everything so you can have it and that's one of the sparkling wines that come in that wine is so good i had that wine for my birthday last year i'm gonna have i had it like you y'all saw me have it like recently mm-hmm. on a show and i have it again that's one of my favorite wines besides the um the barefoot yep we know that when shantae's got drink of the week it's going to be wine yeah, some, sort wine. Of, mm-hmm. some sort of wine, Moscato, sparkling wine. She keeps it classy. Mm-hmm. Keeps it classy. I try. <laughs> You're not going to hear any of us complain. <laughs> we like our wine. And so, and speaking of more wine, and speaking of, you know, just getting into the fun stuff, we got burning questions. It's not going to be about sex, everybody. I'm going to take it back into... Y2K times. Oh my. So, and you know, we all love our iPhones. We all love this, but what do you prefer? Your iPhones, your razors, your Blackberries, or just a beeper from the 90s and early 2000s? <gasps> oh, okay. With Elian. Okay. So, this is awesome because I actually didn't even have a cell phone when I was in high school. I, I graduated in 1999 and it was, it was a luxury at the time. My mom was like, bitch, I'm not buying you a fucking cell phone. Who do you think you are? So I had a beeper. <laughs> I loved my beeper. But as soon as I could get myself a phone, I had the razor. Mm-hmm. I had the pink, like magenta pink razor. Yep. Oh my God, I loved it. I wish I could still have that phone. Just the satisfying when you close it, like click, oh. Imagine when like back when you can like actually still hang up on people with a cell phone, that satisfying click. So now you just sit there and you punch the screen and you don't have the satisfaction of them hearing you click off. 
Yeah. I mean, the house phone was definitely the best for hanging up on a bitch. Let me tell you. I was like, excuse me, what? Clink, clink. My mom be like, bitch, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. What about you, Shantae? What was your favorite uh, electronic device? <laughs> well, I had the razor. I had to pick magenta one. And we all had the same one. The cool girls. <laughs> I love my razor. Motorola is like the best phone to be made. Best phones and best beepers. And then... I think I, had, I, I think if anyone still had a Motorola razor, it would still work. Absolutely. Work. You know what I always wanted that I really like didn't have, but I always wanted. I wanted the the um, the Motorola the two way with the bleep bleep. Uh, yeah, I one of those. Let me tell you, all the dudes in the hood had that shit. Okay, they was like, is, hey, is that the hey. is that the one that would slide and you could like type on it like a typewriter? No, that was uh, what was that the was name? a sidekick. Side, oh, okay, yeah, the no, one that, that goes like... up. You ever heard if you watch hip hop videos, they're like, yeah, that that was the Motorola two way. Like, so every dude in the hood had it, they was like two waying people, they was like texting and everything. I'm just like. It was popular from like 2001 to like 2000. Yeah, they were so cool. Everybody was like, hold on. And it was like a little walkie talkie, but it was also a cell phone. That shit was so dope. No, the two-way was just a regular two-way. The next tell, you're talking about next tell. That's what I was talking about. The next tell. Yo, I wanted But there was two, there was Motorola two-way pager back from 2001 to like 2004. All the dudes in the hood had that. And then all the construction workers, (laughs) next tells was made for construction workers. All yes. the knuckleheads in the hood had it because they wanted to be popular. All, it was like two or three of my friends in school had an Nextel. And I'm just like, that shit got on my motherfucking nerves. You hear the walkie-talkie. I'm like, you gotta shut the fuck up. Pick up the motherfucking phone and call them. You're not the fucking two-way people. What the fuck? Because I had, you know, my first cell phone was a, a Ericsson, but I lost it in high school, like the same time. And so my mom was like, you're going to learn a lesson. So I didn't get my actual cell phone until I went to college and then I had a Siemens phone then I had uh, a Nokia flip Mm -hmm. oh yeah and then I had the razor oh yeah and I had a Sony Ericsson flip and after that I had a Blackberry for a couple years I always wanted a Blackberry too but I was like I'm not that important (laughs) <laughs> I love to email people because I hate talking to people on the fucking phone. Half of the I know. Time. It was just like, it was my rave and my Blackberry. And after my Blackberry, it's been iPhone for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And there it is. And now we just told all of y'all how old we are. <laughs> We've been around, but we Girl, still- I didn't even have a, I didn't even have a pager in high school. I believe that. I believe your mother was like, hell no, Sarah. Oh, no. I was, I, when I graduated in 95, like they were not, that and I was also in high school in Southern Utah. So, you know, they're like way behind the times, like their, their hairstyles are 20 years behind. They're not going to have pagers. Are you kidding me? I'm dead. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. I love it. (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, Sarah, let's get this. Show. Let's, yes. Well, let's get our let's get to our shot and chasers. Yes. Okay. That was a good burning question. That set it me was. down. Emery Lane. I loved it. I tried to be different. So there you go. 
Yeah, I think everybody was like learning a li- little too much about our sex lives. Last Listen, <laughs> I'm an open book. <laughs> I know I'm like sitting there and like I'm recording and my husband's looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you telling people this? <laughs> Anyhow, shot and chaser. So this segment uh, for anyone who might be <clears throat> He's looking at me right now from the dining room. He's poking his head and cocking that eyebrow at me like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So shot and chaser, anyone who's a new listener, this is a segment where we each pick a topic. Uh, we don't know who's picking what. We don't know what's going on. Um, but we each pick a topic for the week. We discuss it. We say what's going on for a few minutes. And then everybody just gives us their cold reactions right off of it. And that's our chaser. So we will get started with that with Miss Elian. Well, this week, I would like to talk about Debrat Because mm. she just announced, her and her wife just announced that she is expecting a baby. The brat is 48 years old. First of all, she looks like she's 28, but like that's neither here nor there. She looks fucking phenomenal. But she is 48 years old and is carrying her first pregnancy. And I just found that to be such an inspiring story. Um, You know, she was always so private about her personal life. She never, ever, ever for the most of her career never discussed her love life, who she was involved with, who she loved, none of that, you know, and people assumed that we knew, you know, what, what her personal life was like, but we didn't really know. And it wasn't until 2020, I had to look that up myself just to like, be like, is that for real? It wasn't until 2020 that she formally came out of the closet. Like she came out in 2020 and you know, she met her wife, they got married, and her wife has already birthed children. So her wife was like, I really think that you would enjoy the experience. And she was like, are you nuts? I'm older. Like, like, I never thought about this. And, um, you know, they did the egg retrievals, and they, they implanted the embryo and everything like that. And, you know, sadly, their first try, they, she she had a miscarriage mm. um, and she waited maybe like three days and said, you know what? Let's try again. Like, let's just do it because if wow. we don't try it again now, like I probably never will again. And now she's about 18 weeks pregnant and expecting a baby at freaking 48. Like, I love that at, at this age, she decided I can still live a fulfilling life. I'm going to come out and live my truth. I'm going to fall in love and I'm going to have a family. And I just love that because we tend to look at women past the age of 30, let's be honest, and be like, oh, she's not marrying. She didn't have a kid. And, you know, we kind of look at women like they're past their prime and she is proving everybody wrong. And I am so happy for her and her wife. What do you guys think? I think first, I think her wife is amazing for saying, Hey, I think this opportunity would be something that you want to experience. And I think that's, I think that's incredibly strong and brave and caring for her to do. And for Debrat, fucking awesome. Go for it. Like 
do what you want to do. It's your body, whether you want to have a family, like all for it, all for it. It's, I, I think it's goals, goals for like women, like for, for any, anyone that wants to carry a child or wants to have a child that is thinking about those societal standards, like you said, with women past the age of 30 or people with the uterus past the age of 30 wanting to have a baby. Don't listen to that shit. Do it. Do it. I always like the brat. I mean, we got the same name. Her name is Shantae. So it's just like, you know, and I like her and her wife. Her wife is the one that'd be like, Hun, you know you can't do that. Because you know the brat is mean as shit half of the time. She'd be like, I'm not working with her. I don't got time for this. I don't want to go back to jail. Because I watch growing up hip hop. And I always like the Ah, uh, yes. And I always and they have the another weed. reality show. Her and her wife have a show together. The brat loves Judy. Yeah. They're on the weed on Weed TV, but on uh, <laughs> Love It Hip Love It Grown Up Hip Hop. She'd be like, I'm not Bow Wow need to keep his dingling in his pants. He's been a thought since the Himalayas. So, you know. <laughs> so it's nice that she's having a baby. I hope she come out with another album because I actually like her as a rapper. I like her on the Ladies Night song. Love that song. And I like the song with Hunt Tyrese, What Do You Like? And I liked her on Oh, I Think They Like Me. Have you watched Versus with the uh with uh what is it with Soldier Boy versus Baba, we all know who won. So she, they did, oh, I think they like me. Like she's, she didn't pull down her pants like she normally. I was like, yeah, she grew up. She got older. So it's like, I always liked her. So kudos to the Brat and Judy. Congratulations. And hopefully no one's dressed. Hopefully Bow Wow and JD stay away from her while she's. Ah, for real. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Cheers to living your truth at whatever fucking age. And just Mm -hmm. like deciding this is what I want my life to be. And I'm going for it. Facts. Shantae, what do you got? So, of course, I am the politics girl, right? So, but for real, I am politics girl. I'm not like some politics girl that be screaming and have no facts. In front of a refrigerator every day. Yeah, the dirty refrigerator per um, my friend. Uh, build it back betterer who be coming for her kitchen, but I digress. So, anyhow, um, <sighs> Ski Schmidt, never Trumpers. I can't stand them. Mm-hmm. I could tolerate Anna Navarro for a hot second, but I'm just tired of all of them as a collective. I mean, he had a whole like, I don't understand, like him, Bill Crystal, Rick Wilson, they don't want the president to run for re-election. And even Chris Christie, well, Christopher James Christie at that, don't want him to run for re-election because they don't just fear his age. They fear the vice president. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like they fear that this country's not gonna be run by another white man. I'm sorry. They said by like 2024, and beyond that this country is going to get more melanin and much mm-hmm. browner and there's a lot of black and brown people that are talented and that can run for any office you know yes we're not all a monolith some of us is knuckleheads but that doesn't mean there's most of us that looking at you tim scott not qualified we're qualified to run and the vice president is mm-hmm. damn qualified to run and white 
people and white women are jealous too. If y'all mad, y'all could have voted for Hillary back in 2016, but I digress again. So there are big mad. So to all of you old crusty ass white men who's worried about the president's age, y'all should have been worried about the president's age when y'all voted for Reagan, who was battling dementia at 69, 70 years old when y'all voted for a, a G. WH or George Herbert Walker Bush, excuse me, I mess up his name. Who the fuck about him? You You're know, like whatever God that guy's name is. Yeah, God bless the dead. You know, the first one, the first Bush. Yeah, the first, the first Bush, you know, who think he was from Texas, but he's really from Boston. So, yes, he is. He's from Boston, girl. He's from Milton, Massachusetts. That's in the Boston area. Ooh. So um, yeah, him, he was old. He was in his mid-60s running for president what 1989 he was like 65 he was 65 okay ronald reagan was 69 uh that bum that we don't mention was 70 the only youngest one they voted for in the current years was um gw that's the only one and he was 54 he was technically mm -hmm. one year away from being a senior citizen mm -hmm. so therefore and even nixon was old nixon was in his 60s almost damn near uh let's see gerald ford was like in his like late 50s like all these motherfuckers was not even that young so what like y'all talking about this president's age when this president actually runs he works out he rides a fucking bike he rides a bike better than my ass and i'm 30 what six this man is 80 and can ride a fucking bike mm -hmm. that's crazy but the real fear is Vice President Harris. They say she's not popular. Well, guess what? She is popular by demand. That's all I'm saying. So that's why they're scared. They're mm -hmm. scared because she's so popular. And they want to make us all believe, they want to push this out in the media that she's not popular, she's not qualified. The Dems are worried about how she's going to perform and all this crap because they know that that's not true. She's actually popular and they're scared of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's exactly it's it's why you don't see them covering her and what she's doing because she's constantly surrounded by these large crowds who are excited about her. They don't want people that it goes against their narrative. They don't want people to see that. It's very it's very true. That's why I, I I'm like, this is why I don't fucking like you know, those never Trumpers, because at the end of the day, they don't like Trump, but they like his policies. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. they, they loved his right. Supreme Court justice nominees. They love all of that. And it's not mm -hmm. just only the never fucking Trumpers. It's some Democrats. It's some progressive Democrats, of course, those far left people. And then there's some people in the fucking center. It's more, it's like, it's like mostly, I mean, there's some on the left and those on the left, it's mostly the fucking burners. Yep. And then in, 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 in the center, right, it's more of those ones that like have, you know, like Bernie's not fucking older than dirt. Come on. Right. Bernie is yeah. a year older than the president. And you know what? Like, I, I think I said this in the last episode, but they are not anywhere near a majority of people. They're not. Mm -mm. They are a small little smattering of people that are very loud on social media, but that ain't about nothing. So Mm -hmm. They and they know and they know this. So 
their major tactic is I need misinformation out there to shape this narrative so that so that other people that aren't as tuned into social media start receiving that message. But so far, it's not really working. Sorry, sucks for you. The president's popular. The vice president is popular. They're doing a fucking fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Even yes. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. But that's all I have. So, you know, because some of the, the that bunch is tied into my um, <clears throat> nominees for bitch ass. But ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarah, for letting me voice that. It's your shot. So it's all about what you want to talk about. Right. So my Wait, shot. Shoot at us. <laughs> all right. So mine, mine's heavy. It's heavy, and I'm gonna throw out there right now. This is a trigger warning for sexual assault. So if anybody doesn't want to listen, skip through this portion. Preparing my co-hosts here for this. I think I know Elian and I are both survivors of it. So Shante, um, I'm not sure if you're a survivor. No. So trigger warning for everyone. So I'm reading a story in ProPublica. Uh, Utah, there is a case going on right now um, where 94 women have filed a suit against an OB or against a gynecologist male gynecologist and I'm going to read I have it marked in sections which order I'm going to read it in so I'm just going to read excerpts from this ProPublica article so starting out at 19 years old and about to be married a woman named Stephanie Matier went to an OBGYN within walking distance of her student housing near Brigham Young University in Provo Utah she wanted to start using birth control and she was looking for guidance about having sex for the first time on her 2008 wedding night Um, she was shocked, she said, when Dr. David Broadbent reached under her gown to grab and squeeze her breasts, started a vaginal exam without warning, and then followed it with an extremely painful examination of her rectum. After he assaulted her, he had the audacity to say, your husband is a lucky man. And... During this, pre, during this premarital exam that she was undergoing, it's uniquely in Utah. It focuses where they focus on chastity when speaking to, to young unmarried people about sex, but they go in to these OBGYNs and they have the option to be stretched for their wedding nights. So this was, well, part, of her, this was part of her exam. So she could be stretched, all right? Now, 94 women have come forward against this doctor to file charges for sexual assault. Utah judges have thrown it out. They've thrown out the case because in Utah, anything that's health-related falls under medical malpractice. The judge would not even hear it on the merits. They tossed it out. So, but they filed their case. 
the Utah County, alleging that this Utah County doctor sexually assaulted them over the span of his 47 year career. So he been doing this fucking shit for 40 fucking uh, yes. years? Uh, yes. Can you just imagine these, the number but, of women he has assaulted? Right. But the rules allege that a healthcare worker who, uh, uh, they allege that a healthcare worker that sexually assaulted them are literally worth less than someone who assaulted them in other settings. There have been other instances in Utah where a child or another person has been injured or killed, but because they were doing something under whether it's like mental health care or medical care, like hiking or whatever, the Kate, the judges wouldn't hear it because it was considered malpractice. So they've appealed it to the Utah state Supreme court. They've agreed to hear it, but with Utah, it's, it's one of the States with the broadest definition of medical malpractice. So covering any acts arising out of healthcare, they can toss out. And they can only file suit civilly. And the payouts for that are capped at $450,000. So there's no criminal liability for anything that happens in a medical setting, whether it's malpractice or not, like with these women, with them being sexual assaulted. That's that's not malpractice. That is criminal sexual assault. I don't assault. want no fucking money. For, for that man touching me in in in, in the wrong place uh-huh. like I never survived sexual assault but I just can imagine like if that shit happened to me I'm I was telling my father like I will tell my father my father will cut that fucking man up and I'm sorry to use violence but like you don't fucking touch people like that like it doesn't matter what age you just don't fucking put your motherfuck and it ended with your, your, your husband's a lucky man that gets your fucking ass you're lucky to get beat the fuck up Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good that the state Supreme Court is going to hear the case. That That's good. Um, the only other positive that I can think of this is that Utah legis- like state legislators are actually looking at drafting new laws. And with Utah being such a Republican heavy state, I'm amazed that legislators are even looking at that, like looking at writing laws to counter that. I mean, because it's just fucking ridiculous. Like, so if I go to the doctor and my doctor stabs me in the throat and I die, it's malpractice, not murder. Like, what the fuck is this? Yes. Utah. What the fuck is wrong with you, Utah? And the people are there together. I'm disgusted, um, but I'm not surprised. I I just, nothing surprises me anymore when it comes from these red states. Like nothing Mm -hmm. fucking surprises me anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you also consider, I mean, the fact that it's Utah, it's Mormon central, you know, the LDS religion and everything else. And that it's so deeply ingrained in women in LDS women, that they always defer to men. They are subservient to men in all ways. So like the fact that 94 women came forward to say, hey, this is wrong, like fucking good on them. And that means that there were probably so many hundreds more. Yes. That's what that means. Because if he was in practice for over 40 years and the, the state being what it is, the church there being what it is, 
Mm-hmm. You know that number is way bigger than 90-something women. This is vile. Yes. I'm fucking just yes. yes. And I mean, as someone who lived in Utah through middle school and high school, like you, Elian, I am not fucking surprised at all. I mean, I remember how my my gynecologist treated me when I was going when I was going in for birth control and I wasn't even going in because I was sexually active. I was going in because I needed it to regulate my periods. And his whole reaction was good little Mormon girls don't have sex. You don't need birth control. I'd be like, bitch, I'm not Mormon. That's what I said. I'm like, "Um, I'm not Mormon. Guess what? Mormon girls have sex too, motherfucker. Exactly. So don't, don't, don't make me tell you all about the bishop's daughter that was behind the bleachers with her boyfriend after smoking weed around the corner. Okay. Yo, you just had an old lady moment. Just (laughs) I'm dead. I am. I, 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 I'm listen. Church girls are the fastest girls, especially them, them PK kids. Oh, they fast. Yeah, they have their legs open, their mouth open. And I, I just feel like we have to remember whether you're sexually active, whether you're promiscuous, whether you're a virgin, whether you've only had two partners, you're approved. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if I'm standing on the corner fucking naked. Mm-hmm. You do not have the right to sexually assault anyone. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all, Utah. They need to fix that shit because that's absurd. I can't. We need to get off this before I like fucking flip out. I'm, yep. I'm, I am, I, I can't, I can't even speak. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Peace shit, Utah. So, Miss Elian, take us to our bitch ass and badass of the week, please. Yes, on that, on that note, <laughs> please let's do talk about the bitch ass nominees because, oof, I'm already angry. All right, so each week, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, each week um, we nominate people who are just the worst of the worst that week, the vilest of the vile, for for bitch ass of the week. And, you know, this week did not disappoint. We got some good nominees because these people are terrible. So, Shantae, you chose Steve Schmidt as your nominee for bitch ass of the week. And <laughs> do you want to tell us a little bit why? Because he has a podcast. I don't give a fuck what it's called with his name on it. And he's talking about the president should not run again because he's going to be 82 years old. When he gets elected, actually he's going to be 81 because the election is like two weeks before his birthday. So what the fuck is you talking about? This is why you motherfuckers need to read because the election happens like the first Tuesday in November, his birthday is the 20th of November. He'll turn 82 in 2024 if God spares his life. And God will spare his life because they're trying to mm-hmm. cast him dead. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Mm-hmm. So, but Steve Schmidt is a piece of shit because the Lincoln Project is full of fucking scandals. They got mad issues and mad problems. And you motherfuckers want Liz Cheney to be his vice president when that woman don't even agree with him on, they're not even the same ideological plane. The president is more to the left, more to the left than Bernie, than Mm -hmm. than this chick. Good nominee. I agree with that. He's Mm -hmm. an 
Um, Sarah, you chose Emily Kors. First of all, can you tell our listeners who she is and why did you nominate her? This fucking bitch. This fucking dry ass, cracked, no lip bitch. Okay, Emily Kors. And don't get me started on her meth teeth, okay? (laughs) This bitch went on every fucking station that she possibly could. And these motherfuckers put her on. They put her on. And so I'm pissed at the media too. This bitch cracked no lit bitch had the nerve to go on telling everybody how she volunteered herself to be the foreperson in the special grand jury in Georgia and then proceeded to tell everybody stuff that was going on with this special grand jury and yes you can talk about it publicly the judge said it's not a secret grand jury but come on use some fucking common sense bitch you got she's too messed out you got thin ass lips you should be able to know how to keep them closed okay but she goes on and she's talking about how you know she's oh no but nothing is going to be a surprise if it comes to indictments we recommended all these indictments at least a dozen blah 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 but she's doing it like all giggly like she's in some fucking gossip session with her fucking girlfriends And then she's talking about how she just completely loves Rudy Giuliani and just had to shake his hand when he appeared before the grand jury. And he was so truthful. He's such an honest guy. Red flag. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck off. Yikes. Okay. No lip having bitch. I just laugh at the meth part. (laughs) Meth teeth. Fucking crack lip, meth teeth, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Well, on that note, the great I'm North ride American, that, I'm gonna ride great, that wave as well. The great North American snagglepuss. Okay. Ah! I'm dead. Um okay. I'm riding that wave because my nominee for bitch ass of the week is it's a group. It's a group that I am calling the social media Karens. Mm. So for those of you who don't know, Chris Boozy, the uh the founder of Bot Sentinel uh, created really one of the first real actual alternatives to Twitter. He is a black man. This business he is setting up on his own from the ground up. And of course, enter the Karens to tell him A, how to run his business. And when he didn't want to take their advice, B, proceeded to harass him and I and literally anybody who would even speak against those Karens they have been doxing people left and right even our very own Katie got doxed by these assholes okay like they, our our Katie our Katie our okay. fucking Katie our Katie sweet loving nurturing Katie Okay, they somehow found out who her employer was because she's never talked about them online Mm. and started to call her employer. Okay, these social media Karens are not only annoying as fuck, but they're also very dangerous. It's like, let's take Carolyn Bryant. Is that was that her fucking name? 
I'm sorry, the Emmett Till white lady. I can't, I'm sorry, wrong name. What was Carolyn, her name? Carolyn Orr. Whatever that, that bitch, okay? It's taking that into the digital age. That's what they're fucking doing. And I'm disgusted mm, and mm, mm. we need to take these heifers down. And that's why they're my nominee for bitch ass of the week. So, <laughs> and they're doing it during Black History Month. Yeah, of, co- of course, of course, because, of course, because they the buffoonery gets worse during Black History Month. Because yes, Black History Month has happen. been very fucking disrespectful. As yeah. the Black woman on this panel, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to fight any white man, white woman, not you, Sarah, but any white man and white woman. If they want these hands, get it. Don't don't give me any disqualifiers. You know, I'm not going to be fucking offended. Because <laughs> I've. I've been disrespected as Black History Month online. Them social media accounts always come for me. They come for me when I come for I come for never Trumpers, when I come for the progressives, when I come for white people on any ideological spectrum, because if you're stupid, you're fucking stupid. Period. Yes. Well, before we go too deep in Shantae just said a word. (laughs) Yeah. Just like let that simmer on on you. But let let's let's end on a high note because there were some badasses this week. Um, as always, we each nominate somebody who's been the best of the best this week. So Shantae, you nominated Barbara Lee. Tell us quickly, tell us why. She's running for Senate, everyone. Yes. Yes. I was just waiting for her to officially announce. Absolutely. Start donating. Start donating. We need another. Yes. We need a Black woman in the Senate. Barbara, Barbara Lee for CA. Barbara Lee for California.com. Donate. Right. That is right. Um, Sarah, your nominee this week is former President Jimmy Carter. Yes. Oh, baby. I am so fucking heartbroken that he has gone into hospice care, but he is a badass for making that choice. He is so brave for making that choice because I don't know that I would ever be able to say, okay, I'm ready, just let me go. Um, for anyone, For anyone not familiar with the work that former President Carter has done, I mean, solar panels in the White House that Ford took out later. I mean, the guy was ahead of his time. All the work that he did post-presidency with Habitat for Humanity, you know, it's... Oh, no, he, it wasn't Ford. Ford didn't... Oh, no, oh, it was Reagan, not Ford. It was, it was Reagan. Reagan. It was Reagan. It was, Reagan. Guy. it was a senile guy. Yes, yes. Um, but also, Jimmy Carter led the entire effort to clean up the world's first nuclear reactor meltdown. That is badass right there. And he went, he was commanding the operation, but he also went in himself to help clean up this nuclear meltdown when he was in the Navy, right? So he's just a general badass. Um, The fact that he, I'm not a Christian. I grew up one, but I'm not one. And to me, the type of man that he is speaks to what Christianity should be. He is a good fucking human being. So that's, he's my nominee. And also build houses for people for having, for humanity. Yep. And it's more than, and he died back from his business when, when he was running for president. He had yep. the peanut farm. Yep. He's just a good dude. He is a good person. 
and Good America was stupid to vote against him over this fucking senile guy. Mm-hmm. S.D. Schmidt always lick his balls. Him and the Republicans lick his balls. Yes, I said that. Well, and we know why that happened. Because, all, right, all right, guys. Because, because of my won. people. He did that. that happened because stuck. of my people. We can't stay stuck on the 90s. Anyway. We go, we go in. We're like, oh, hell no. Um, uh, mine is, a, you know, I didn't really, besides President Carter, because honestly, what a badass thing to to decide on on your own terms but for me this week there was no bigger show of badassery than president biden showing up unannounced to the fucking ukrainian war zone and walking all open in the street like what's up mm-hmm. aviators i'm like what's good hey that putin means- putin you were supposed to be here a year ago but guess what i'm here instead bitch badass and came with the iron tailored suit as always. No racist. Looking badass as always. He always he knows how to wear a suit. His, you know who's a badass too? His tailor. <laughs> Whoever his tailor is, yes. Mm-hmm. So let me run back the nominees really quickly, and you guys can go on our socials and vote. We are at the T H E E Joyful She on all the socials. So for bitch ass this week again, we nominated. Steve Schmidt, social media Karens, and Emily Kors, and North American Snagglepuss. <laughs> and for badass, Barbara Lee, President Biden, and former President Carter. So please make sure to go to our socials and vote. And also go to our socials to find out our winners from the last episode. A great episode, huh? Uh, this mm. we had a lot of feelings. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of feelings tonight. <laughs> so on that note, thank you for tuning in to another unapologetically she. I hope you guys had fun with us as we were in our feelings. And you know, Sarah went in, you know, looking like she about to, you know, chase somebody with a fucking spatula when <laughs> she fucking her wooden spoon. <laughs> right. And so for tuning in we had a lot of feelings you can follow us on our socials like my fellow co-host uh miss elian who's in florida be careful with them alligators um no i'm not walking next to no motherfucking ponds Mm -mm. (laughs) um you can follow us at the t-h-e-e joyful she on facebook twitter instagram tiktok so until then folks Have a wonderful day and see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. And it's because of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at the Joyful She. We'll see you online.